0: Hello, and welcome to the Book BookBat Podcast, where we help you navigate and explore the world of Christian fantasy books, and kind of fantasy in general. Uh, I'm your co-host, Carlissa J,
1: And I'm the other co-host, Jason.
0: And today we're going to talk about relatable versus aspirational characters, which is a topic that comes up, I think, largely in superhero fantasy stuff, but in other places too.
1: It comes up all over the place, especially when you get people complaining about one character not being good enough for them it's usually well i can't relate to them well no you can't relate to them because you have never been a millionaire you've never been (laughs) homeless and destitute and poverty stricken
0: well i think first of all we should define this discussion what no no we shouldn't define it first no,
1: no 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 first we gotta cue them in on the backstory to where and why we decided to talk about this
0: oh okay Do you want to talk about that?
1: You don't think that's important to establish why we're talking about this? (laughs) You are weird. And you don't have conversations. (laughs) Okay, well, go ahead. (laughs) Long story short, one of my many brothers decided to start dissing Sonic the Hedgehog. Specifically, (laughs) the Sonic the Hedgehog that is portrayed in the IDW comics. And, um, okay, that, that is a big mistake. You do not diss that Sonic to me. Because I will back that guy up. And long story short, his complaint was, I can't relate to him. He's quote unquote, too perfect. Which one, I thought was a load of blarney. Sonic is flawed in those comics with a bunch of his usual flaws, like not thinking before he does something, being more than a little cocky and touching on arrogant at times. And my brother's complaint about Sonic was, yeah, that he didn't find him relatable. And he needs to find a character, quote unquote, relatable in order to like him. That's where this came from. I told him I would talk about that in a podcast. So here it is. In your face.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but that is a general discussion that, yeah, I think especially comes up when people talk about Superman is the... Superman versus Spider Man is one common one. This idea of that some characters are too
1: perfect, perfect,
0: or or whether that's what we would call aspirational, it's they are an ideal that we are looking to and hoping to live up to.
1: But the thing is, is that, and this is some most people tend to forget, is that a lot of these legacy characters or at least that's what you've called them you know characters that have been around for decades and have had multiple people writing them and so on and so forth you're going to see different iterations of the character you know one writer's version of the character is going to be different from another one's second one thing you pointed out to me is that when a lot of people say relatable they mean flawed Mm
0: -hmm. so what came to mind for me in this whole topic was jesus as a Christian. <laughs> Let's bring it back to that. Uh, Jesus is the ultimate aspirational character. We're called to aspire to be like him. And often we would say that Jesus is relatable to us because he was God who put on flesh and became human, who got tired and hungry. Uh, and we would point to those aspects as relatability, but he did not sin at all. So in that sense... Our current definition of relatable generally means flawed. So would we say that the incarnation is not actually God relating to us by that definition?
1: Well, no, because God wasn't. Or what do you
0: define as a flaw, I guess?
1: Well, okay. One thing that I've seen a lot of people hold up as flaws are things that are actually pretty obvious and generally speaking aren't so much left up to personal definition, like I don't know, maybe my brother just didn't see it, but it's like, you know, getting back to the Sonic the Hedgehog thing, my reaction was like, he is flawed, he is relatable, Sonic is not perfect in these comics, he's, yeah, he's got Mm -hmm. a bunch of the usual character flaws he's always had, in being brash, borderlining on arrogant, and a few others, but that's, you know, one of his primaries. But I I guess... some people maybe wouldn't see that as a flaw, whereas one thing that a lot of people would consider a flaw is something like, say, Iron Man's an alcoholic.
0: But then uh, getting to the Spider-Man discussion, maybe it isn't always about being flawed because Spider-Man is a relatable character. Is more that he has, I want to say, normal human problems of trying to hold down a job trying to look after family.
1: Trying to balance responsibilities Mm -hmm. between, yeah, his job, his extracurriculars. Yeah, Mm -hmm. trying to balance responsibilities, essentially.
0: Thinking about it more, I feel like this is actually a really murky subject. It partially depends on your personal viewpoint. Like I was thinking of Batman because I instantly think of Batman as more uh, relatable, more than aspirational because he is driven by grief a lot of the things he does are questioned probably fairly on how morally upright they are or whether he's kind of working in a gray area
1: i believe superman was the one who said this to batman and i'm going to say it was the kingdom come storyline i could be wrong on that one long story short superman said that the main thing that drives batman bruce wayne to do what he does is because he doesn't want anyone to have to go through what he did
0: and in that sense, you could see him as an aspirational character.
1: But also relatable because how many parents go to, you know, work a crazy amount of hours at their job? How many parents do, you know, these things that they totally don't want their kid to have to do because they want something better for them? Hmm. So it kind of balances the line between relational I mean relatable and aspirational. Okay, so I did do a little bit of research for a first for this podcast. And so, okay, here's a definition I found for what is a quote-unquote relatable character. It is, ahem, when a character is relatable, the audience can see themselves in them, and they are more likely to invest in their story. So if I'm translating that right, I'm thinking that means that... For a character to qualify as relatable, you can see yourself in the character. But what that's going to there...
0: depend on the person and what they consider to be their most primary parts of themselves. Mm. So, if it's and know a personality that feels like a big part of us, then maybe we're more likely to be drawn to characters that have a similar personality to us, versus
1: or at least that it's... we think have a similar personality to us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll go through what is an aspirational character. Okay, and this is according to a website or whatever called Falcon at the Movies. Interesting title. An aspirational hero is somebody to look up to and fights for the right thing. I think they can make mistakes and even have flaws, but they can never question fighting for good. And on the one hand, I appreciate that because one thing that a lot of people assume is that aspirational means that the character is quote-unquote Perfect, which is a ridiculous assumption. We are imperfect people. We can't really write perfect characters even when we try.
0: I just had a thought that I think I've thought this before, but it wasn't coming to my mind before. Maybe some of why people see Superman as an unrelatable character is because how many of us have been refugees who are disconnected from our home place. That was the story of the people who came up with superman
1: yeah and it drove a lot of the original stories behind him you know being a refugee standing up for the little guy all that stuff and that is waxed and waned with different writers over the decades mm-hmm. but, but even
0: just that base storyline of superman is from another planet and he has to make peace between who he wants to be as a person living on earth and who he's how he's been influenced by his kryptonian heritage
1: and you tell me that and i find that whole thing very relatable in what way just what you said who i may want to be as a person and then balancing that between how i was raised and how i've been influenced by whether it's you know the my family that raised me the people around me and the culture i've grown up in you know i find that very relatable personally (laughs) but again that's just me maybe not every person sees that or finds that quote-unquote relatable and okay just As, as a
0: christian it could be you know we come from we are of the kingdom of heaven we're not of this world but we're in this world and it's balancing the being part of things in this world while also remembering that we don't ultimately come from here or in a sense isn't that a poll in
1: the world, but not of it Yeah, type that's thing? what I mean. That's okay. what I mean.
0: You could say Superman is kind of like that I too. I just say that.
1: <laughs> well, you know, his creators were Jewish, so that's highly possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, uh, and I found, and I thought this was a fun note, was um, two years ago, the website Comic Vine uh, did a poll and asked which voters preferred aspirational or relatable characters. Only 14 people voted, and the results were 57%... To 43% in favor of aspirational. Mm-hmm. However, looking at the comments, I don't think most people who voted or commented understood what an aspirational versus relatable mm-hmm. character, because there was a couple of people that said, look, that's kind of splitting hairs and it's going to vary from person to person.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a little sad that the person who posted the poll or asked for uh, input on what are some examples that characters that you would see as aspirational versus relatable nobody really commented on that they mentioned Samwise Gamgee from the Lord of the Rings
1: as an aspirational character
0: Mm -hmm. but who else would who would we come up with when talking about aspirational versus relatable
1: well an aspirational character to me while still being relatable Sonic the Hedgehog You know, I find him aspirational and just a classic never give up. You know, he always tries to do what he thinks is right, even when it's not easy. He's loyal to his friends. And yeah, he tries to put his friends first most of the time. It's not always perfect in that, but he tries. Um, Superman is another one I find both aspirational and relatable because um in the current show superman and lois they put superman into the into a mostly unfamiliar position there are people who've tried this but for the most part a lot of people avoided this and that you know he's married to lois and they have kids together so they kind of get rid of one of the typical drama points in a lot of superman lore of the will they won't they relationship (laughs) between him and lois they get rid of that and replace it with an actual family dynamic so in that show i find it relatable the struggles that he has as a parent in part because i'm myself i'm a parent right now and also i find it aspirational in that he's always trying his best and even though he does admit to making mistakes he doesn't walk it back to the point of you know what i'm always wrong the kids are always right or whatever It's like, huh, that's actually kind of an aspirational view of someone trying to be a good dad.
0: I came up with a quirky one that I realized I kind of aspire to be like Captain Amelia from Treasure Planet. I would love (laughs) to have her grasp of the English language.
1: Oh, yes. That is amazing.
0: Doctor, to Uh, mew and blabber about a treasure map in front of this particular crew demonstrates a level of ineptitude that borders on the imbecilic. And I mean that in a very caring way.
1: Classy. I Treasure love Treasure Planet,
0: it. by the way, is a Disney movie. Underrated.
1: Very underrated. One of the best movies I ever put out. Period. I will stand by that. But there, that's just, that's something that a lot of people who've seen that movie would probably just go down as a quirk or something <laughs> like that, as opposed to, huh, that's something I actually want to be like.
0: Yeah she's one of those strong female characters who existed before was really in vogue to have strong female characters that are therefore generally not that interesting (laughs)
1: let's just put it this way the modern strong female character is usually code for boring flat meaningless
0: and a bully sometimes that is
1: true that is very true like tell me what is Captain Marvel in the MCU if not a bully mm-hmm. and we in a little bit of a turd
0: mm-hmm.
1: like I'm sorry I was never a fan of the Carol Danvers character from her comic book origins but even that was better than this oh my goodness
0: I don't know I haven't seen the movie
1: no mm-hmm. I saw her in the in Endgame okay and that was enough for me to go wow I am so <laughs> happy I never saw the Captain Marvel movie That is two hours of my life. I'm happy I never spent. (laughs) So yeah, all this to say, aspirational versus relatable. Who knows?
0: Ideally, you want characters with both. I was thinking about uh, in the Bible, we have stories that talk about who we are, like the biblical stories of Cain, David's sins, Sodom and Gomorrah. So really rough looks at humans in, I guess, relatably messiness versus stories about who we want to be like Jesus and his actions, the many positive stories and acts, and Daniel and his friends in the book of Daniel.
1: So, long story short, is a relatable character better than an aspirational character? Best case scenario, you're not asking that question because you find them both. Yep. Just Different saying.
0: people will relate to different things and, I mean, to some extent, expi- aspire to different things.
1: That is also true. You don't aspire to ever have a six-pack. No, I don't. Someone else might. <laughs> <laughs> Just (laughs) say. So that will be it for this one. Thank you for tuning in to hear our commentary without ever getting a real answer on which is better. (laughs) That's the sort of thing we like to provide on this podcast. A bunch of talking with no real result. So be sure to follow us on our website, book-bat.com. You can follow, it will be mostly Carlissa on Facebook or Meta or whatever the heck they're calling it these days. Ugh, sorry. Yeah. I'm dash s- bat. Yeah. And yeah, be sure to like and subscribe. Follow this podcast. Please share it. Share it, people. <laughs> I'm not saying this just to get viewing numbers up or anything like that, but just saying, I've always wondered what it'd be like for someone else to share this podcast and not just me.
0: I'm sure it's happened.
1: Uh huh. You haven't shared this podcast. Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. I name one person.
0: I share it on Facebook.
1: I'm not sure that counts. <laughs> anywho so yeah tune in next time to hear us talk about something else
0: favorite fantasy characters
1: spoilers (laughs) bye
0: bye